Nobody likes the guy who says, I told you so. The guy in 1991 who said to you, invest in the internet, it's going to be huge. Or the guy in 1997 who said, come on, this is going to be big. They call it social media. And the guy in 2009 who said, I'm telling you, man, crypto is real. Now, I'm not going to be that guy who says, I told you so. But I am telling you that there is a 21-year-old international company where you can become a global project partner, earning a passive income doing exactly what you're doing at this moment. No selling, no recruiting clients, no administering a business after hours. Visit www.mypassiveincome.life now. That's mypassiveincome.life. Don't let history repeat itself on this one. Earn a passive income. Now listen again. That's mypassiveincome.life. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Your Best Lifestyles International Podcast. We are here at the O. Robinson Public Relations and Media Group Studios. I am your host, Terrence Hutchinson, and I'm so happy to be here today. Man, happy Saturday. We are in Atlanta, Georgia. It's a beautiful Saturday. I was up early doing my thing, getting my workout in. You know, I feel great, man. You know, my mind is right. I have great cognitive awareness. You know, I'm sharp. I'm skilled, man. You know, my body has great range of motion and flexibility. I'm like, oh, I'm getting kind of stronger. <laughs> I feel great, man. In spite of everything that's going on in this chaotic world right now, Man, I, 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 I really feel good right now. So, you know, I, um, I, I'm just enjoying nature right now. I'm looking out the window right now. You know, the wind is softly blowing. The birds are chirping. The squirrels are running around. The trees look greener. The flowers look brighter, vibrant colors. I'm just like, you know, let me just sit here right quick and meditate. You know, I did that. You know, I had to, you know, do a little brain dump and quiet the quiet you know the white noise you know that little noise that distracts you you know get myself together man so i am here i am here so anyway shout out to our sponsors to our advertisers our listeners everybody who has donated to the podcast who have shared the podcast we are in 53 countries 1.3 million listeners as we go and i'm so grateful for that you know we're up and coming and uh, we are pretty much trying to get to the top 50 health and wellness podcasts on Apple right now. So, you know, that's a goal. And we're working really hard, man, to try to bring you great um, individuals who are thought leaders, who are doing things in their community and performing on a global stage, okay? And, you know, you never know who we're going to have. And everybody who has been on, on the show has delivered premium content, that type of that information that you know that you can use to increase your quality of life or increase your activities of daily living for you to get that aha i never knew that oh wow that changed my life i give you that one piece of the puzzle that you may may have been missing you know to complete your overall life puzzle or professional puzzle or personal puzzle you know so yeah man so we appreciate you and we appreciate all our guests and I'm super excited to have my next guest on. I'm going to read a little bit about Mr. Michael H. Ford. 
Michael H. Ford is an author, motivational speaker, and public health specialist dedicated to serving local and national communities. A native of Brooklyn, New York, and DMV local, Ford is a leader in health communications and health disparities. His work in both the private and federal health sector highlights his steadfast commitment to health behavior advocacy and change. Graduating from high school at age 16, earning his bachelor's degree at age 19, obtaining a master's degree at age 22, and becoming a doctoral student at the age of 25 has been the ultimate ammunition to his personal mission to spread the message through through themes of health and well-being. That's one potential absolutely limitless. Thank you, Michael H. Ford. Welcome to the podcast, sir. Thank you, sir. So happy to, to be here joining you on this lovely Saturday. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Such an amazing story. Uh, I downloaded your book. <laughs> I'm going to get to that in a minute. Um, you've done such amazing things in short uh, such a short period of time. So I want to take time to say congratulations to you, King. You know, it's motivational for a lot of people who want to hear this, and even to myself. Um, I really appreciate your story. You know, I, you know, I, I re- obviously I read the bio, I went through the book, you know, and I was like, this is really good. So I really am appreciative, and I have a lot of gratitude for you to be on the podcast. So I just want to take time to say thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you so much for allowing me to uh, just join you and. And I appreciate you, too, because what you're doing right now is, is allowing people to get an inside look at the lives of those who are trying to help the lives of others. So we appreciate that. I appreciate you. Thank you. Now, being a health and wellness guy, okay, with everything that's going on right now, the COVID-19, anxiety, mental health issues, depression, you know what I'm saying? How are you holding up personally? Personally, I feel like I'm doing much better now than how I did at the beginning. When COVID first hit and we were told to telework, you know, no no one was really prepared to work at home. Most people were uh, thinking that this might be just a one week or two week thing. Now it's been a three month to almost four months thing. Um, and, and you mentioned anxiety and mental health and those things are really important. The first month I was home, I definitely struggled with, with mental health. I, I, I was always used to being in the office, being around people. I'm an extrovert by nature. So I've always been around people, but I don't think I ever in life learned how to be alone. And I had to learn how to be alone and, and, and learn how to be alone in a way that's healthy, that's not, um, you know, disturbing the nature of my, my mental health and making sure that I'm still taking care of my body, I'm still taking care of my health. And being alone doesn't mean you cannot emotionally connect with people. It just means that you have to know how to exist without being in a crowd setting that you might normally be used to so that's definitely something that i had to learn how to do uh but now you know things are going well i'm making sure that i you know take care of my health at home and and just just trying to make the best out of the situation 
Yeah, man. It's, it's, you know, when you first get the news, you hit it right on the head. We say, oh, this probably lasts about a couple of weeks. <laughs> but now here we are still in this quarantine situation, this pandemic. And um, I say that it always takes about 21 days to start a habit. Man, We, I think I got a habit of being quarantined now. I'm like you. I'm an extrovert when I need to be, but an introvert when I need to be as well. So I'm just trying to find that balance mentally, um, how to be with it all. And uh, I've interviewed so many uh, psychiatrists and therapists on this show, and it's very challenging even for them. And now listen to you say all these things, you know, like, man, you have to make a, uh, a psychological switch, you know, and it's unexpected. And it's like, man, what do you do? What do you do? And I think by now, uh, me personally, you know, that I've learned how to make um, great adaptments. I, I, I know how to pivot in, in critical situations. Let me just say that. But, you know, I think this is pretty much going. The world as we know it has changed. It's no more. You know, so you mentioned that she was working out. And um, what's your regiment like right now being quarantined? Uh, are working remotely from home. Are you able to maintain a uh, a great regiment? Are you hacking your environment? What are you doing? Oh, definitely. I love that question because yes, I'm absolutely hacking my environment. So let let me give you a little bit of the the, the background uh, of of what I did before COVID and what I'm doing now. So before COVID, I was in Gold's Gym. Pretty much, my regiment was looking like um, four to five days a week. Uh, weights, cardio, you know, one to two days. I was always doing something every day. Um, one of my trainers back in the day told me that you should always do something if you can. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people do full body workouts, but, you know, he, he was more into the um, doing different splits, and, and that's what I used to do. So, I, you know, I do upper body, and then I might do lower body, and then I might do something different target a different group uh but obviously now that COVID has hit it was difficult to do those same things with weights like i don't have a 500 pound uh squat rack weight set in my house um so i had to learn how to adapt and one of the things that i did uh something that i used to do in high school it's called the 300 i made it up but what it is it's 100 sit-ups or crunches 100 push-ups and 100 squats and you can do variations of each exercise and you can add weights by taking um putting if you have a laundry bag uh you put you know take a dirty laundry bag fill it fill it up with dirty clothes use that in your exercises or even tide full tide detergent bottles they 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 can pack some some good weight um the, the, the heavier ones the family size and you would just use those for your workouts. And so I just do five sets. Um, and each set has uh, 20 reps. And I do that for every, like, that will equal 100 for push-ups, 100 for squats, 100 for uh, crunches. And when you do 100 times three, you've done 300 reps of three different exercises. So that's what I'm currently doing right now. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, it's very important, man. Now, see, now you are a... Um, in the health and wellness segment, you know, the industry. So how do you feel or why is it so important for you 
to stay in top physical, mental, and emotional state. Physical, yeah. So physical, physical state. Let's just start there, right? We know, science knows, research knows, and has shown and proven that when you take care of your body, you're automatically taking care of your your well-being mentally subconsciously you don't it's not a it's not a thing that might be directly apparent but exercise studies have shown right you're that you're boosting your metabolism you're increasing the blood flow you're promoting circulation of the blood what does that do that in turn helps your brain uh focus um, increases your your awareness, increases your response, increases your cognitive ability, as you previously mentioned at the beginning. And not only does it do that, but the way you move, your your range of motion, your flexibility, your 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 momentum, physically and mentally, these things compound. And we know compounding, right? You go to the bank, you put some money in. Over time, interest will grow. You pull the money out. You have way more than now than you had before. The same thing it is. With, when it comes to your physical health, it's like a compound thing. You you put a little bit, uh, you know, I see a lot of people trying to do, you know, oh, I'm going to work out for two hours a day. Oh, I'm going to work out for four hours a day. And then weeks go by and then they try to do it again. That's not how it works. A little bit at a time. Baby steps compound your physical health. What that will do in turn reward you with mental health. And what mental health, that's another level. Now when you can think straight, now you can actually have goals that can just, man, blow you out of the water. You're like, man, I never thought I could do this before because people don't realize when you're able to say I'm committed to my health, that nature of success and that mindset will carry over to other things in your life. If you want to do the un, uh, and the impossible, you will slowly realize that the impossible can become possible. So it's, it's, it goes back to how mental health and physical health go hand in hand. Once you can take care of your physical being, you will understand that there is nothing that you cannot do. Amen. Amen. I, I you know I I concur. <laughs> I agree with you because <laughs> when you are in a mental slump or in a brain fog, creativity and productivity suffers. I mean, even if you want to write a book during this quarantine time, if you're not eating right and exercising you're not going to really push through to complete the book or whatever you're trying to do, you know. Um, so I agree with you, man. You, Your mindset, your psychological state has to be intact as much as possible. Um, if you want to uh, control your body composition, whether you're trying to control your BMI, are you trying to build lean muscle, raise your metabolism, increase flexibility your mind has to be there your mind has to be committed it has to be sharp it also has to single the body on what movement you need it to do and um it's very important a lot of people they the mind is a very important muscle but it's mostly neglected from a lot of people you know so when they do that then their body uh for a short and i can see from a lot of people's body composition they may be um, old weight or obese or something like that and then they may suffer from um, um, a sedentary lifestyle but you know with COVID-19 now everybody is home pretty much are working remotely um, if you already had a sedentary lifestyle now it's a, it's a heavy increase right now if you 
putting me on the quarantine 15, which they dug the quarantine 15 pounds or even more, you know, and people are um, eating unhealthy. They're snacking more. They may even be uh, consuming more alcohol or um, uh, self-medicating with drugs. You name it. You know, I've seen it. I, I see people every day and I'm working with them. So how has uh, the pandemic positively um, affected your 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 personal life and your professional life. I know there's a lot of negative things going on, but I don't like to dwell on that. So how has it positively um, helped you? I'm a big believer in... I will go back to the compounding, right? I'm a big believer in compounding. Uh, compounding in terms of making sure you can do baby steps that can lead to bigger things. So for me, I knew that this uh, pandemic would keep a lot of people at home. And when people are at home, naturally, they may not really want to do their normal um, goals that they had already originally planned to do. So they might be watching TV more, spending less time exercising, spending less time watching what they eat, spending you know more time uh, watching Netflix and, and, and sleeping. And I just wanted to be sure that I can have a positive impact, not only on my personal well-being, but on society. So how COVID has positively um, impacted this situation of, of me at home is the sense that I'm, first of all, I've been closer to my family more than ever before. I talk to my parents every single day. Uh, that's something that I, I did not always do, so I'm very grateful to do that. Uh, number two, I have several goals, personal goals in mind that, you know, would have taken me a long time to do uh, if, if it wasn't for me being at home. But the work of three weeks, I was able to do in one week uh, certain things, certain personal projects. Um, so I'm really grateful for that focus, that laser focus to get things done. Uh, three, I'm very grateful for the fact that I have more time to uh, keep an eye on what I eat. Right, what I put into my body, uh, and I think I think discipline is something that I've learned way more now than ever before. Think about it: you're at home, right, and you have more of a desire sometimes to order food and to and to and to get that Uber Eats, uh, to get that takeout, um, and and you might just want that instant delivery of that pizza. You might want that instant delivery of those hamburgers, of those fries, and and going back to compounding you know small steps can lead to results good or bad and 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 i've had the ability to really watch what i'm eating and and watch what i'm uh doing to make sure that i'm i'm priming myself for optimum health um so in that i would say the pandemic totally has given me a greater sense greater awareness and perception of of my mental health and physical health because i think on the day-to-day you know, with, with me working, I, I may not have paid attention to my mental and physical health as much as I'm paying attention to those things now. So I would, I would definitely say that's how I've been positively impacted by the whole thing. Awesome, awesome, awesome answer, man. You know, because I, I, I tell people all the time, you know, depending on who you are, depending on your mindset, depending on your goals, overall goals of health and wellness, um, if you stop to prepare your meals at home, you're washing what you're purchasing first, and then you're washing what you're preparing, you're using healthy elixirs like your herbs and spices, 
fresh olive oil and all that stuff like that versus the butter or the crap. And you're eating from the, uh, the natural foods, from the whole food groups, you know, and not from a whole a box or anything out of fast foods. But some people, I think being uh, quarantined or being laid off, almost, what, 60 million people were laid off and 40 million people were uh, applied for um, unemployment insurance. So people has a, have a fear of what's next. So that triggers stress hormones, which is going to really trigger appetite or depending on who you are, it may, you may not eat, you know, so um, most people suffer from that. But I'm glad to see that you, you, you know, you're taking the time during this quarantine process to really focus on your fitness, focus on your nutrition and focus on your mental health, because you as a mental health uh, professional or a wellness professional in the federal and private sector is very imperative that you yourself take great care of yourself. So I'm glad to hear you say that because I know people who are in the industries and they're not practicing what they're preaching. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad to hear that you're doing that. So let's tr- let's, let's switch right quick to the book. Success begins where you are. How did you come up with the title and why? So success begins from where you are. Uh, is 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 a very pertinent uh, phrase in my life. Uh, you know, when people are saying, "I I don't know how I'm going to get things done," or "I want to do things," and I I I I'm afraid of taking that risk. I'm afraid of taking that chance. Uh, I you know, I just say, "Hey, you know, success begins from where you are." What that means, what you do today, going back to compound compounding. I always use that 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 that. That, that principle of compound interest or compounding uh, 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 steps, what you do today can lead to a greater tomorrow, but you don't get there overnight. It's the small steps, the, 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 the very intentional direction that you put into your, your goals that will get you to where you want to go. So how I came up with that book was uh, while I was in grad school, you know, I was actually working full time and going to school full-time. Um, that was a death trap in some sense because I was working full-time at night, aka the graveyard shift. Uh, many of us are familiar with that. And then I would go right back to school in the morning. Um, so I, I wasn't necessarily getting the most sleep all the time, which is something that we know is not the best health decision, but... I knew that I wanted to be able to get things done because people, some people thought that I wouldn't make it uh, with grad school and, and, and work. And, you know, a lot of the, you know, when people talk about how you can't do something that makes you want to do it even more. So with, with, with that, I was like, man, this is what is fueling me to write a book right now. And Mm -hmm. I started just writing a manuscript while at work. My coworkers probably never even knew what I was doing, but when I was at that, I was working at a hospital uh, in patient transport. So I was pushing a hospital patients to their imaging um, appointments, and in between on the computers, I would just start a manuscript. And after a few months, I came up with something that I was like, you know what? This is this is it's not bad. It's not bad. We can do something with this. And then uh, from there, I just took it and 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 really 
worked it to the point where I can tell people what I believe are some simple steps to, to, to get you started with success. Because a lot of times people think that success, you know, you have to be this grand, smart person or you have to, you have to uh, uh, just just do, do these really, really big things. Um, and it's like people say, oh, well, I, I don't have that money or I'm not smart and I can't do X, Y, and Z. But when we talk about how it's important to cut off certain toxic people from your life, when we talk about how it's important to make sure your mental health is, is, is elevated by having mentors who believe in your goal and have been there and done that so they can help you get to the next level. When we talk about making sure that you can write down and organize your steps, it's, it's one thing to just talk about it, but a lot of people talk the talk, but they, they can't walk the walk because they never detail how they're going to do that. So when we talk about all these things, that's what culminates uh, into my book. And that's what I wanted to tell people, you know, that I was able to do after making all these mistakes throughout my life, finally figured out what works. Um, and those basic principles of what works is what, why I wrote that book and why it's so important for people to know what it is to uh, make the steps towards success. Yeah. Um, I downloaded the book, like I said, in the green room for the podcast, and I can't wait to dive in there to see um, everything that you spoke about or written about. It seems interesting. One of the one of the things that caught my eye uh, when you said the very same people who kick you when you are down will worship your triumph version, and that kind of like hit me in the chin. I was like, whoa, I like that right there because so many times. You know, people, like you just said, people say, oh, you can't do it or, you know, you need to don't even try, you know, all that stuff like that. But that motivated you. So when I read that, you know, I was like captioned, I was like, that is deep. So how has that really um, how? Well, let me ask you another question. When you was burning the uh, the midnight oil and then going mm -hmm. to school. Okay, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. you realize that people was pretty much kicking you while you was, you know, because there was a struggle, right? Mm -hmm. What was mm -hmm. your what was your emotional state or your psychological state while you was going through that? Because see, this or uh, that was not an easy feat to do. Working a midnight shift and getting off, and then still going to school, that was not easy to do. So. Um, Let's talk about the struggle or how difficult or what was your mental and emotional state while you was going through the trenches of it? Man, listen, I, <laughs> Mamba mentality, Kobe, uh, mm -hmm. just pushing through, that's what my mentality was. And, I, and let, me, let me be clear to, to everyone listening, you know, having that mentality where you're super focused and you're super lasered in on your goals is not something that you're just going to wake up and having, you know, it takes time to get there. Um, and, and how I got there was I, first of all, I believed in what I was doing. Mm -hmm. You can't do something that you don't believe in. I don't believe in doing things I don't believe in. I'm not going to spend my time and energy putting momentum to something that I know I'm not going to stay attached to two years from now or five years. Like what I'm going to be doing is something that's purposeful to my existence and to my being. If I know that this is something I believe it, believe in, 
I'm going to make sure I get it done. And that mindset is what gets you to that Mamba mentality. Because once you're there, you know that your purpose is so rigid. You, it, no one can move you. No one can move your purpose. So as I was going through that process, I had that mentality that I'm not going to, you know, let people uh, tell me I can't write. I had people tell me I couldn't write a book. I shouldn't write the book. I'm crazy for writing the book. They don't believe I can write a book. I had all that going on. And at the end of the day, I said, listen, it's important for me to be in grad school, but it's also important for me to write something. It's also important for me to work, but I don't want to let, I don't want to be that one guy that says, what if I did? What if I could have? What if things could have been? I don't believe in that what if mentality. So, you know, back to the question, when I was doing the midnight oil and going to school, the mentality was, I'm going to push through this because I believe that at the end of the day, where I am going to be at the finish line is going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. Like, your goal has to be so valuable that you will say, what I went through was worth it. You know, you have to make sure that, I, I like this quote that says, broken crayons can still color. And there's another one that says, shattered mirrors can still reflect light. You have to remember that at the end of your journey, you're going to be battered. Like, you're not going to come out perfectly un unharmed. But you're still going to have a greater story than where you were before. So that's what kept me going, man. That mentality that, hey, at the end of the day, I know I'm going to be able to make a difference in the lives of more people. I'm going to be able to make a difference in the lives of, of those who in healthcare want to be able to have that voice um, especially for me being a person of color in the community and then on the per on the scale of success like I want to show people that this, this can be done we don't have to make excuses things can happen today things can happen now and things can happen forever man and, and that was my mindset going through it powerful powerful testimony because one thing I like about uh, guests like yourself we always want to talk about you know a lot of people in the world society want to talk about the success stories but me i thrive on the struggles the stories that really you know uh describes tenacity and, and grit you know what was your mindset what was your emotional set when you were uh in the trenches uh boot deep in mud you got dirt underneath your fingernails and how did you claw your way out to get where you are right now for success because everybody wants to see the baby nobody wants to go to the pregnancy I said you know so um, a lot of times you know people go through struggles and they feel like they can't complete school or a project or even commit to writing a book because it's too hard and I like to highlight individuals like yourself who, you know, who've been there. And, and now you're in a, in, a, in a perfect position to become a mentor to young African-American males and females um, who may look up to you now and say, wow, you know, you, you, you did some amazing things at a young age. And, you know, I want to be just like you. So, you know, I really appreciate you sharing that testimony because, you know, it's amazing, man, you know, um, the mind and and the heart is only like 14 inches in, in distance but in between that is a 
it's a war going on, you know, and it's like it's so many feelings and confusions and, and especially everything that's going on right now in the world, you know, it can be very challenging. I'm glad that you you shared that. Now, I'm re- you made another quote. You said the days that break you are the days that make you explain your version of that quote. Yeah. So <clears throat> when we think about where we are today, right? Um, we may think about the positive days, the sunny days, the the days of joy and laughter and the days of positivity that got us here. For example, you know, I'm a public health professional. Uh, so obviously, the first thing that comes to mind are the days when uh, I was able to work with, you know, with, with, with uh, people who work with Dr. Fauci at the NIH. I'm able to... Um, you know, do interviews and podcasts. I'm able to uh, make my voice heard. I, you know, I'm able to remember the graduation of me walking across the stage and and getting and getting my graduate degree. I'm able to remember all the good, cool things that are associated with where I am now. But when we go deeper than that, right? When we look at the iceberg, you look at an iceberg, you see the tip. Everyone sees the, the top of it, and it's like, oh man, that's, that's cool. But let's look at what's underneath. Let's look at the depth. Look at the tree. You see the trees that the tree looks beautiful, but look at the roots. Look at look at how deeply rooted a lot of our situations are. Um, it doesn't look prettiest. It looks like a lot of hard work, late nights, perseverance, discipline, focus, rejection. And, and and if we didn't have all those things, the tree would not exist. The, 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 the iceberg would not exist. You know, I would not be where I am. Uh, I don't believe that people go throughout life without having any kind of rejection. It's just not humanly possible. It really is not. I, I don't know one person, one person who has not been rejected in some shape or, or form. Everyone at some point in their life has been rejected. And, and, and rejections may be something that is not seen in a good light but i believe that when you're rejected it actually should add momentum to you wanting to to overcome that obstacle and that barrier so the days that break you the days that that you're you're told no and the days that you're turned away and the days that people don't believe in you are the days that you believe in yourself and you tell yourself yes when they tell you no you say i'm going to pick myself up when they kick me down because at the end of the day when you come and look at your past you know you'll you'll say I'm, I'm i'm not my past you know my past mistakes don't define me my past doesn't define who i am and where i am now so all all these things culminate to show hey i've i've come a long way and 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 it's the toil it's it's, it's the labor it's the hard work that got me to this point so the days that break you are the days that make you awesome <laughs> I know that's right, man. You know, a lot of people, they're not able to handle rejection. Me, personally, I was one of them in my early years. But now as I got older, as I got stronger, uh, the more I evolve and educate myself, I realize that uh, a rejection or uh, no, um, even in prefer- uh, professionally or personally, it didn't bother me as much anymore. I'm like, man, okay. I started focusing on how I can self-improve and how I can get those yeses. And I really started focusing on me, mind, body, and soul. You know what I'm saying? Then all of a sudden, you know, more yeses started to pop up and evolve. You know, I still have to work for them. But, you know, it's like, man. So um, 
Yeah, that was that was that was great, man. But most people who are dealing with, especially right now, dealing with the pandemic, the protesting that's going on, uh, job loss, maybe uh, domestic violence and everything like that. You know, rejection is everywhere right now. So um, tell everybody, uh, give your top two points from a from a health professional how they can really, really, really use rejection to help um, better themselves in this pandemic. Sure. So from a public health perspective, we'll, we'll take this approach of talking about these two things. So number one, um, when it comes to using this, this, this sense of or feeling of rejection in this pandemic and to be able to, to bounce back, uh, goes back to one of the points we, we talked about um, before, to your physical health. Uh, employers want you be ready to go to work at any time if they say we're going back to the office tomorrow whether or not you agree with it whether or not i agree with it you might be in the office tomorrow um you know obviously we're going to hope that all the public health uh protocols are taken uh the measures are met when it comes to distancing and establishing hygienic stations for for sanitizing and, and disinfecting and things like that but your health like your health is 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 so valuable it's like your engine it's like the engine to your life think about it right your 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 vehicle is your body and 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 the engine is is, is everything else inside if you don't take care of of your organs and, and your muscles and 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 just you as a uh, physically physically first it's going to be very difficult for you to get things done when you talk about sustainability i always like to think about things in a long-term approach you know you might be able to work go back to work instantly and and all is fine and dandy but you know god forbid you get sick with any illness we don't want you to be rejected for a longer period of time than is necessary so it's really important to make sure that you this rejection that we're getting right now of 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 maybe people who have lost their jobs due to uh covid people who uh, have have been out of work Use this time to really work on your body and your health, whether that be diet, whether that be working out, whether that be taking the time to um, make sure that you can do both. Make sure that when you come back to work or where you seek, when you're seeking work, you're at your, your best. Because when you're at your best physical health, point two, public health, you're actually at your best mental health. And, and, and mentally... Uh, you're, you're opening opportunities to think outside the box, to engage in more conversations, to communicate at a higher level, to take more risks that you might miss. And I'm also big on this, this, this notion that, you know, when opportunity knocks, you answer the door. When opportunity calls, you pick up the phone. Like, you have to be ready. And, and there's a connection, as I said, between physical and mental health. Uh, you wouldn't just, you know, put diesel in a Lamborghini. That's how I think about it, right? You want to make sure that your Lamborghini, your body is taken care in in the most beautiful way possible. So for anybody who wants advice about how to overcome the the, the job-related uh, pandemic issues or any other additional related pandemic issues, my simple answer is focus on your physical and mental health because together that will culminate to success and that success will culminate to more success for years to come beautiful 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 most people don't get it though man you know 
I think they, they, they suffer from rejection, they suffer from depression, they suffer from um, anxiety. And I, I you know, I, I really understand, you know, but when it, all these things can really paralyze an individual um, uh, mentally and physically. And then all of a sudden, you know, they feel stuck. And you mentioned something about opportunity when opportunity knocks. But a lot of people, when they see opportunities, are when opportunity knocks. And when they open the door, they realize it's coming in with um, boots and overalls, and they don't want to. They don't want to take advantage of, it. you know, um, with with being quarantined and being pandemic. So many people that I know are highly successful individuals. They're high performers around the globe, and they 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 realize that this was a perfect opportunity for them. You mentioned my cars, the car analogy, to really pop the hood of their car, which is they. They, their, their body and their mind and poke around, you know, they change the oil, they, they rotate the tires, they, you know, they change the spark plugs, whatever you have to do so when the pandemic lifts they become a faster, more efficient uh, fuel efficient vehicle for their business or for their career and I, I tell people all the time it's like, this is the perfect opportunity for you to hit the reset button Tune your car up, which is your body and your mind, and make sure you're running at optimal speed for max performance. And you mentioned about the Lamborghini, because we already know these are fast cars. These are high-performing cars, you know, zero to 60 in, in, in no time. So, you know, I'd rather, you know, be on the other side of this pandemic super efficient like that car versus being a dump truck or a garbage truck, you know, trying to get my way up a hill which you know is going to be very, you know, a very sluggish uh, and, and uh, bumpy ride. So, you know, I think I agree with you, you know, and it's so important. I'm glad that you're saying this coming from um, a health health professional because people need to hear it. They need to understand it. Um, it's not a game. You know, your life is you only get one shot at this, your body, you only get one body. And um, you have to pay attention to it. You have to listen to it. You have to respond to it. And you have to do the best that you can uh, to make sure that you come out on, on the tail end of this, a better version of yourself. Now, let's move forward to uh, the protesting part of what's going on right now. Now, what's the climate like there? Are you in the D.C. area or are you in Brooklyn right now? Yeah, so I'm in, I'm in, I'm in D.C., uh, and uh, the, the climate is very um, tense. Obviously, we we know for those listening that uh, right now, you know, we're having a Black Lives Matter protest all all across America, all across the world, and and there's a lot of tension between those who don't believe in the protest and those who want to instigate and cause more destruction um, to the protests' meaning and movement. Um, but in, in despite all of this, um, you know, we're we're definitely making sure that um, staying as safe as possible. Right. That's awesome, man. I know um, mm-hmm. so many people I know, even myself, you know, we've uh, been out there on the front lines. You know, I, I'm a people watcher. You know, I'm constantly watching body language, facial expressions, eye contact and everything like that. And then I'm, I'm realizing that. People are on the front line who may have underlying health issues like hypertension or diabetes 
you know, they dehydrated, they're overweight, and they're out there. And, you know, I've been trying to coach people while we're out there, and I can tell by the way our people are, who are reacting to the heat are who are reacting to maybe standing too long. I'm like, hey, do you have a, a lumbar area? Do you a lumbar issue? Do you have bad knees? Do you have bad ankles, bad back? You know, and I'm realizing I'm talking to people out there and I'm realizing that, you know, people are sacrificing their overall health to be out there to help promote um, Black Lives Matter and everything like that. But at the same time, we need to make sure that people are healthy enough to really be out there for long periods of time. Um, I, I coach people all the time, I'm like, look, make sure that you're healthy enough to be out there. You know, it's 80 degrees, it's 90 degrees, you know, it's, it's really no shade. It's, this is Atlanta, it's hot. Okay, make sure you have water, make sure you stretch, and make sure you wear comfortable shoes. Make sure you your garments are, are light and airy, you know, and, you know, you just can't go out there um, suffering from some type of lifestyle, chronic condition, maybe like... Um, hypertension or diabetes is this it's gonna you're gonna have a problem while you're out there so we want to make sure that people may take your health in consideration while you're out there you don't want to come a statistic of you know just being out there and suffering from the elements which is the sun sometimes it's raining it's, it's slippery out there and if you have uh, bad knees or back anything like that that can that can create another problem so make sure that you're eating healthy while you're out there pack a lunch first aid kit um healthy snacks you know a lot of h2o you have to prepare yourself okay be smart okay be aware of your own personal health before you go out there and you know and and and, and protest peacefully okay so we want to make sure that you're able to move when you need to move you need to pivot <laughs> you know I've, I've seen so many people come back injured because they're trying to get out of other people's way and they got they slipped and fall and all that stuff like that so let's go back to the book right quick um what was that feeling like when you got the book in your hand describe that emotion that you had mm. yeah definitely when i got the book in my hand uh it was like you ever you ever you ever uh been working or planning something for for a while and then like when that thing that you plan or which whatever you've been working on finally comes comes to to reality you're like wow this really just happened yes, you know sir. that that's the emotion i i, I was feeling the the, the the feeling of excitement uh almost disbelief because not not saying that I didn't believe in myself or or I didn't I I I couldn't believe that this could happen. It's just like wow, I can't believe that this is actually happening. Like, you know, there's there's certain things that I've gotten to do in my life that I always said like wow, you know, I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to be here. I've always wanted to go to this place. But wow, I'm actually I'm actually at this point in my life where I'm here. So, it you know, feeling the book, um, man, awesome. And what to me was the best feeling is when I was able to get other friends and family members to check the book out and, and we were able to read it together and just work on things like that. It's like, wow, you know, um, it goes back to the point of this whole conversation, you know, when you really invest in yourself, you really invest in your health, you really invest in your mind, you really invest in your body, whole complete package. 
you will that 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 those those small investments will lead to really 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 big returns and this was one of those really 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 big returns for me because this book is what helped me um actually like even be a better public health professional in the sense that you know i'm now practicing what i preach uh in my everyday job so um just to be able to get to that point has been such a blessing you know and i'm really grateful and thankful that all 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 this hard work got me to just be in a state of 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 happiness and and joy yeah that's beautiful man you know um i always ask that question to authors because people don't know all the work and concentration and sacrifices that you know you have to do to put in a book and it's like what's that feeling like when you first get it in the mail open it up you know you got anxiety the excitement is running you know the emotions are all over the place and then you actually lay eyes on it but when you actually put your fingers on it you be like ah but I, I love asking authors that question because it, that's your baby and like you just said that it helps you or even solidifies you uh, of being a better health um, a professional in your field or in the industry. You are the, you know, uh, the expert, uh, one of the experts in your field. And that's what books do, you know, um, and you show people that, hey, um, I practice what I preach. Uh, I don't just talk the talk. I walk the walk. So, you know, um, it's amazing that you know, um, I'm able to connect with anybody like you. Um, tell everybody, any final thoughts, Mr. Ford? Share your final thoughts to help inspire, encourage, and motivate um, young adults of all cultures. And um, tell everybody where or how they can get in contact with you for the book, or how they can follow sure. you. Sure, sure. Thanks so much. So uh, I have a website, www.michaelhford.com. That's Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-H-F-O-R-D-E.com. You can find the book on my website. Um, I also um, give free downloads of the book through my website. If anyone's interested, hard, co- hard copies are sold through Amazon, which is also linked to my website. And on social media, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram at Michael H. Ford. That's again, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-H-F-O-R-D-E. Uh, and I love to connect with everybody. Um, you know, I feel so blessed to be in an opportunity where I can always be pushing towards success. So if anyone ever wants to, you know, send me a message or ask me any questions and, and give anyone advice, I'd be more than happy to do that. Awesome. You heard it. This is the Your Best Lifestyles podcast, international podcast. Let me my publicist said I need to keep saying that, so let me just say that. International podcast. And we have Mr. Michael H. Ford, author of Success Begins from Where You Are. I just downloaded a book. I can't wait to dive in there and and get some nuggets and some insights on how I can self-improve as a health and wellness professional um, from the mind of uh, Mr. Ford here. So I really appreciate you guys. Yeah, man, make sure you follow him on social media. You go to his website, uh, MichaelFord.com, excuse me, 
and download the book and donate as well. Um, man, yeah, just a beautiful man. It's a beautiful book, and I can't wait to you know read it and get into it, find my quiet place, and just dive into it, man. So, Mr. Ford, we really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for taking time out of your productive schedule. We love the fact that, you know, you're, you're practicing social distancing and you're working out on your mind, your body, you know, your spirit, you know, and uh, we really appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for blessing the podcast. It's a beautiful day for it, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for allowing me to be here. I appreciate you. Yeah, man. Thank you. Hold the line. So this is the Your Best Lifestyles International Podcast. We hope you guys will enjoy this podcast. It'll be published out. Maybe you come back later on and listen to it. Powerful information from Mr. Ford. We hope you guys are uh, staying safe. We're still under the quarantine pandemic, so make sure you still practice the CDC regulations to keep yourself and your family safe. Wash your hands. Okay, six feet social distancing. Uh, being aware of what you're doing out there. Now, you got to remember, we already know what you can do, but we just don't know what everybody else is doing. So protect yourself and be a very observant while you're out there. Okay, make sure you stay safe. I always say, if your health fails or you get injured, you increase your risk of becoming a liability and not an asset. So we want to make sure that you continue to be an asset to you to your business, to your career, to your loved ones, to your family members. Because if you are a liability, most likely somebody is going to raise their stress levels because they got to take care of you now. And they got to become a caregiver of yourself, of you. Okay, so we want to make sure that you are the one. You are the piece that people are looking up to, depending on you're the pillar, you're the strength. Okay, make sure you maintain that that mindset and a way to live your life. So you want to make sure that you constantly increase your quality of life so you can really share that with everybody who comes in contact with you, okay? You want to be, you want to be an asset in every way. So like we said, success comes in different levels. Don't have, doesn't have to be uh, the money-wise. The success comes in different different layers, okay? So make sure that you focus on that. Without good health, it can be no wealth, okay? I'm telling you this right now. So many people are focusing on success, trying to get to the next level, and I get that, I understand that, but your health should not be sacrificed in the midst of you trying to get to wealth. You have to have a balance. You have to have a strategic a strategic plan of action and operation, okay? If you want to be truly successful, work out, eat right, meditate, pray, drink your water, stretch, you know, make sure that you stretch, get out there and keep your stress hormones at a minimum as much as possible. Monitor your triggers, know what triggers you, okay? Know who triggers you. Understand your body, listen carefully to your body. And also minimize the self-negative talk that you may be telling yourself in the mirror when you look at yourself. This is a big deal, okay? Minimize that. Tell that person to shut up and go away. You are in control, okay? This is the main thing. Control your subconscious mind. Control what you are reading. Control what you are listening to. Control what people are telling you, okay? (laughs) So... 
these are different times right now. You have to control your mental health. So if you suffer from anxiety, PTSD, um, depression, all those things are your introvert and quarantine, you just don't know what to do. You have to find health professionals like Michael H. Ford who are going to help you, who is going to help you, you know, increase your quality of living, have a great mental health and the physical health. Success begins from where you are. As at this point right now, right today, download the book and get it. If you need help or if you just need a little bit an extra boost, go get the book. Okay? Download it. I, I, better yet, go to Amazon and get it. How about that? Success begins from where you are by author and health professional Michael H. Ford. Go there right now to get it. So we hope that you guys stay safe and we wish you a great Saturday and have a good weekend. Good night. Things just sound so much better when you're earning money. Allow me to demonstrate. Take a listen to this piece of music. Sounds pretty good, right? Now, imagine you're a global project partner earning a passive income right now, doing exactly what you're doing at this moment. No selling, no recruiting clients, no administering a business after hours. Now, listen again. You're doing nothing differently but you're earning a 100% guaranteed monthly income. The music just sounds better, doesn't it? Enjoy life more knowing that your money is working even when you aren't. Visit www.mypassiveincome.life now. That's mypassiveincome.life.